damnation in equal measure. There was even a rumor going around that Martinez had been ordained. Sperenzo's team were of the creed, latter-day Catholics, proper fanatics, and it was open for debate whether the Venusians would disobey an order from me if it were at odds with one of Martinez's. The Venusians, identifiable by their tan skin and Latino features, watched Martinez expectantly. He raised a dark eyebrow. For real? Lieutenant Kira Jenkins looked to me, the prickle of anxiety about her lean face. I got a feeling. Now settle down, people, and listen up. There were murmurs around the table, but no one spoke out of line. The floor is yours, Colonel. Jenkins was harder, angrier than I'd ever seen her. We'd been conducting raids like this for the last six weeks, searching for anything that might lead us to Vincent Kaminsky or the survivors of the Damascus operation. The result was that Jenkins, more so than the rest of the team, had become an overcoiled spring. Long hours aboard the Independence waiting for intelligence to come in had been filled with zero-G gymnasium sessions. She was more than ready for this. Looking at her... Then at the image of Kappa Five, I suddenly felt very tired. I couldn't take another false lead. Not when we'd had so many already. You take this one, I said to Jenkins. I want to see how you'd do it. Copy that. Captain Baker, commanding officer of Baker's boys, jabbed me in the ribs with his elbow. Won't be long before you lose her, he said. Sooner or later she'll want a team of her own. Baker was probably the oldest SIMOPs officer on the program, certainly the oldest survivor of the Liberty Point Massacre, and had been a veteran of the Alliance Army long before induction. His boys, on the other hand, were all fresh faces, barely a handful of transitions between them. The eager look in their eyes was unnerving. Later rather than sooner, I hope, I said. Pay attention, people, Jenkins said and the room fell silent. As the man says, our destination is Kappa Five, known to its directorate residents as Cold Death. A briefing file opened on the display. Kappa Five was a uniform brilliant white, a world in the grasp of an ice age from which there would be no return. Great ice shelves claimed half of the planet, frozen seas the rest. Only very occasionally were there breaches in the ice, Blue streams indicating liquid water down there, streaks of black where rocky plateau broke through. Empty, featureless plains were the order of the day. Looks cold, Baker said. I knew exactly what he was trying to do, to test Jenkins, to push her to the limit. But in an op like this? I already knew that wasn't a good idea. Regardless, he went on. And you know how my rheumatism plays up in the cold. Stow it, Baker, Jenkins said. Local weather is a pleasant minus twenty, but expected to feel even colder with the wind chill. The image magnified. At your age, you'll probably want to stay buttoned up. Sufficiently cowed, Baker went quiet. Jenkins continued. There are three settlements on cold death, and our target is here. A small outpost, labeled Kui Jong Base, lay in the south, nestled at the foot of a titanic mountain range. 
The base specifications rolled over the display, and I quickly took in the relevant details. Several kilometers squared, over a hundred buildings and hangars of unknown purpose, arranged in a neat network, interspersed with workyards and open areas, gridded by roadways with the occasional concrete barricade. Numerous communications towers and potential HQ locations. Lots of surface vehicles, but no visible air support. A single landing bay sat on the edge facility, suggesting that the compound had at some time been air-capable, but this was currently empty, dusted with a thick layer of snow. Six days ago, an M9 Sentinel surveillance drone captured a data feed from this outpost. This contained an embedded security key known to be employed by Directorate forces when handling the movement of captured enemy combatants. Command believes that there are POWs down there.